Welcome to Raising Pains. This is Jessica and Roberta, and we're here to entertain you with stories from our daily lives. That will definitely include being full-time working moms, wives, and friends. It'll include our journey to being healthy and just about anything else that pops into our crazy minds. We love Jesus and each other. And probably you too. Oh my gosh, that was so corny. Yeah, never mind. Uh, Join us as we're Raising Raising Pains. Hello, 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 and hello. That's four hellos today because we have four people in the room. That's right. We got guests. Of course, you have myself and Jessica, but we also have two other people. One of them's really handsome and uh, is my child. (laughs) Uh, Mr. Lincoln is waiting for daddy to come and uh, then he'll, you know, leave us. So if you hear a little coos and caws and you know, a little whining, just just roll with it. Or it could be me. You never know. Um, our other guest we have is David the Ryan. The unhandsome one. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to try and like build it up, but I, but I was like, I don't want to go there. <laughs> I didn't say that you're unhandsome, David. I just, I got you. you know. And it's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we are super excited to have David with us today. Um, We talked about him in our last episode, so if you haven't heard that yet, go back and listen to the episode before this first. But um, David works with us, and he is also an ultra runner, and so we asked him to come here and just tell us a little bit about himself and tell us why he likes running hundreds of miles at a time. Because we figured that you are, might be tired of us. So we thought we'd bring in some fresh blood. That's true. That's true. First of all, I can't imagine getting tired of you guys after working <laughs> with you each and every day. But <laughs> So my name is David the Riot. Uh, Terrio, pronounced Terrio. I say my last name on him. <laughs> but um, I'm originally from Louisiana. And um, my accent will probably come out. Do I have an accent? Uh-huh. Uh, yes. <laughs> It's normally worse, but anyway, yeah, the accent will come out uh, probably a little bit here and there. But um, so from Louisiana, I was uh, a pastor and um, did a lot of different things. And uh, now I'm the IT director here. I just skipped a whole lot of my life. Right? A whole <laughs> lot of my life. Like, yada, yada, yada. I'm IT director at Rejoice Christian That's School. And I run a lot. <laughs> but I, I married an Okie girl and uh, that got me here. And so, um, yeah. So the way I started running, because that's kind of what we're, what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. With, um, I did, I did wrestled in high school and did jujitsu and all that fun stuff. Uh, did jujitsu after high school and then I tore my ACL training, like, and I heard it pop. It was bad. And then, um, I sat on the side a little while. Yeah. It was like, a, <laughs> and, and I was rolling <laughs> with my instructor and he heard it too. And so I sat on the side a little while and then, like an idiot, I went back and then I, I I rolled for another hour and a half. Okay, I'm and, I'm unfamiliar with this roll. Oh, rolling, yeah. So in jujitsu, when you're on the on the mat, when you're mm-hmm. doing your thing, you're rolling, rolling. But it's not like 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 gangster rolling. It's. it's you know, <laughs> <laughs> I was literally about to say the only. Okay, there's two rollings that I know. <laughs> the first one we're not going to discuss. The second one, just like rolling with the homies. Rolling with the homies. Little clueless reference. So in jujitsu, when you see two guys on the mat and they're they're going through their drills and they're on okay. the mat, they're rolling around and choking each other, armbarring each other, mm. and all that. So we were doing that. Right. So all the thing are all the things our kids do on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty true. much. Yeah, yeah, okay. just adults it playing, right. playing on the mat, stinking. So, so um, anyway, so I didn't know it was. It, I mean, I should have known it was. It was blown. It was popped, but uh, I, I didn't because I'm dumb. And um, so uh, I finally had an MRI done much later. And um, my physician, who who I knew real well, she came out of church and everything. She she called me up and she says, "Stop!" I said, "What?" Everything you're doing, stop. I'm like, what? Your ACL's torn. It's blown. Because I was still, in the meantime, I was still kind of doing stuff. And, like, how many days later was this? Like, um, This is probably a few weeks later. Uh, oh. So I was just kind of in denial and icing it and, and thinking everything would be okay. And um, so, yeah. <laughs> but so I, um, um, 
anyway, so I knew I was going to have to have surgery. Sought out a good physician. I got a guy that used to do the knees for the Saints, you know, it was in mm. Louisiana. And um, the Louisiana Saints, not the like, New Orleans Saints. The New Orleans, <laughs> New Orleans Saints. No, who, who that? Who that okay. nation? Yeah. Well, I was gonna, you know, make sure that everyone knew it was like Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> a really old surgeon. <laughs> yeah. Those, no, no, not those things. Yeah, I'm pretty sure no one thought of that. Oh, okay. okay. He was really old. When <laughs> so, so the only running I did before that was like to get ready for a jujitsu tournament or for wrestling and just to get my cardio good and all that and so i think maybe the longest i'd run was like seven miles or something and so and but it was strictly for getting ready for tournaments and so after i had the surgery this is december of 2009 i said i want a goal to rehab my knee so uh, my goal was i'm gonna run a i don't know where i thought of it but i'm, I'm gonna run a marathon within a year and i'd never run a race never run a 5k 10k <laughs> Bless you. Oh, that was the baby. <laughs> <laughs> that was the handsome one. <laughs> so, um, so I, you know, went through, started rehabbing my knee, and and you know, did what I was supposed to do, and and then um, started training. And in December of 2010, just shy of a year, my first race was the Baton Rouge Beach Marathon. So and you're so, coming up on like uh, ten years. Yeah, yeah, only ten years of running. Yeah. 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 And you're how old? <laughs> I'm not trying to like, mm -hmm. I'm just saying for myself, you know, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm 45. Okay. So in 10 years. So if you started right now, right now, yeah, you could be doing ultras in 10 years. In yeah. 10 years, I could be running for days on end. When I started my for first, enjoyment, my <laughs> first ultra was in 2013. So that was three years into running. Three years. Into yeah. Okay, hold on. So, so let me hold on. Let me just interject this. So I ran previously in my life. There was a time when I was a runner. Have you ever been a runner? Have you ever run like for exercise or anything? Um, I will say one time in college. No, I mean like one period of my life in college. I ran for two miles in one stretch and I was and I was dying and I was like okay so I never want to do that again when you say that do you mean like you just went to the gym one day and got on the treadmill and ran two miles no okay, I mean like, like you worked up to the two I miles. worked up the got two it. miles and at okay. that point I was like I don't really enjoy this I could do the elliptical and okay so and David and I have talked about this before when I was running I did a few races and I hated it like I hated running but I loved how I felt after the run, like the, like I did it, like the accomplishment of it, I think was, yeah. that was the only part of running. And I obviously didn't like it enough. Like that wasn't enough <laughs> motivation because I didn't keep up with it. But anyways, so. But I've never gotten, I mean, I've never gotten to the point where I've been like, oh, collapse on the floor because I can't right. possibly yeah. run anymore. It's always, I think I may, you know, maybe I've never gotten to the good part. Well, of, you only did two miles. Yeah. I, I would say this. <laughs> I'm not saying like. I've definitely walked farther than two miles. Okay. okay. So to be fair, just a little props for you. Roberta is preparing to hike the Grand Canyon with her mom and her sisters this summer. Right. So she is training. It's just in a different way. Yeah. The so, goal is not to die. Yeah, right. that's a good goal. Yeah. Good I mean, goal. Which would you would say that's your goal every race anyway, too, right? <laughs> yeah. Live yeah. and make die. it out alive. Live okay. and not die. So tell us about, so you started running like marathons. Yeah. yeah. So tell us what was the catalyst to say 25 miles, which, you know, I know enough people who run my 20, 26.2. I know. Just, I know. Don't, don't get me out of a mile. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I've heard there's the worst mile. Um, I know plenty of people who do marathons. What was the tipping point? Were you like 25 miles? No, I'm going to do four 25 miles. Like, so I don't, I don't even, I'm not even sure how it happened. Cause I started, so I did that and I didn't, I didn't die. Um, which was the goal. And um, I did pretty good. And I, I was, you know, I was sore after and mm -hmm. it hurt and, and all that. But I, I really, I like the, <laughs> yeah, what's up, dude? I like the, um, the, the experience, you know, I liked, I liked the um, building up the, you know, setting the goal and then, and then achieving it, you know, it was like, wow, I, I just ran a marathon, you know, it was really awesome. And so I went back and I started running like five K's, 10 K's, and I did more marathons. And then, then I, I heard about, um, the ultra marathons and, and running on the trails. Cause 
that time it was mostly just just road running and um lived in hawaii for a year and came back and and started getting into to trail running and i just really fell in love with that like it was the it was the running but also in in nature and right. just i just love being out there and so uh one of the trails that that i got to run on in it's uh at chico state park in ville Platte, louisiana I'm sorry, what was that? How do you spell that? V-I-L-O-E-P-L-A-T-T-E. Okay, so it sounds yeah. like it's spelled. Well, yeah, yeah, kind for of. For the most yeah. part. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and anyway, so I, it was a 20-mile loop, and, and the race was on there where we do the 20-mile loop five times, and I did that in 2013. It was called the Cajun Coyote at the time. And uh, and so I, I, I did it, and I trained for it, and... I should uh, I should give y'all pictures to put if you want to put on your thing because after it when you do your first hundred some people it happens all the time when you do your first hundred miler your feet swell a lot you remember the cabbage patch dials and how they look like <laughs> my feet look like cabbage patch feet they swelled oh up yeah they swelled up and, and I mean uh, mine looked at that but I was pregnant so. okay okay well you know yeah <laughs> so you're running that, miles or get pregnant does that still happen no it, okay, it, okay it happened that first time and every now and then I'll have some you know whatever if I turn my ankle or something right. but um. And so, um, I, once again, I, I did pretty well and, um, I, I, I liked the process and I, I was pretty banged up after it was tough, but I was like, wow, this is really like, this is a challenge. I mean, I got, you get to the end of yourself at right. the end of that. You're just, you know, 20, I did it in uh, 22 and a half hours, something like that. And you're just kind of, you're tired and, but you just got to keep moving, Yeah, you know? And so, um. Yeah, so then you know I did the one, and then oh, my first ultra marathon was a hundred miler. I didn't do the fifty k right. and fifty mile. Uh, I just jumped up to hundred miles and just decided to go. Yeah, just zero to sixty. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Why not? Why not? <laughs> zero. To, yeah. Um. So I remember when I first started working here, which was coming up on two years. The first time we met, we were standing out there and I kind of knew, like having been exposed to the running world, like I knew, you know, all these crazy people. And I had heard one time of ultra runners. And I, I mean, I know the ultra running world is small compared to the marathon world or whatever. I didn't realize it was as big as it is, like, and how many people do it. And so when they're like, yeah, he's an ultra runner, I was like, He's like one of like 10 people in the world who, but as you, as I've gotten to know you and as you've talked about it and as you've shared and um, your podcast, which we'll talk about at the end, um, you know, I, I've learned that there's all these people that do it. My thought was that the longest race was the Ironman. Yeah. That's a triathlon. That's right, not even, right, a, but yeah. um, in my mind, that was like the most intense, you know? Yeah. So, um, so two things, first of all, tell, tell me about your favorite race. If you can pick one. Okay. <laughs> and then tell us the craziest story, like the craziest oh, experience. All right. So I, I think, and, and to, to what you said real quick, the um, like it's growing. Yes. It's, it, it, mm -hmm. I mean, you, like five years ago, there weren't a whole lot. I mean, there were more than before, but uh, now there are a ton of 100 mile races out there to choose from. So it's really growing. A lot more people are, are pushing their limits and realizing that, hey, I can, I can train and do this. And so, but uh, I guess my favorite race would be uh, in 2018, I did the Tahoe 200 mm -hmm. and that one was, um, it was just amazing. I, I, I never pushed myself so hard, but the scenery was beautiful. I mean, we were running around like Tahoe. I, yeah. I, it's just, it was, it was awesome. And uh, I, I, I cried. I cried when I finished. Mm -hmm. I, I never, I've never yeah. got really super emotional for my races. And at the end of that, I was so tired and so raw and I did pretty well for a flatlander around, you know, in all these mountains, you know, right. 17th out of 230 something. Absolutely. And so I was pretty proud of that. And, and just, I got really emotional about it. And, um, my wife, Jen was crewing me out there. So it was like a team, you know, effort yeah. and all. And, and, you know, she was awesome at crewing me. So, so that was my, um, my, I guess my, my, my favorite race has been the Tahoe 200 and, and uh, I'm looking forward to doing it again. Yeah. So, and that was right after I started working here. That was not long after we met. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and I, I remember Roberta and I sitting next to each other in church 
I probably shouldn't say this on the podcast, but <laughs> sitting next to the church, tracking you, watching you. Because, <laughs> well, you know, the, yeah, the app, you know, it kind of allows you yeah. to. And we kept refreshing it like, okay, oh, he stopped. I think he stopped. <laughs> is he dead? Is he yeah, dead? exactly. <laughs> he is a football Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but that was, that was fun for us, you know, it's like your cheerleaders back home or whatever, but yeah. Well, that was, it was really cool doing that. And, and, um, we'll talk about what I'm doing this year. Cause, um, but it was really cool. Cause I, I knew some people were tracking me and, but I wasn't getting all the messages cause I wasn't paying attention to that. Cause I was focused on staying alive mm-hmm. and living like the Bible says uh, that we may live and not die. Right. <laughs> That I might live and not die. Do you so, like ride that on your shoes before I, you I, die? I, 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 I live, not, not die. die. Um, but um, so, but it was really cool to come back and find out, like you know, some of the classes had, you know, they'd call it up mm-hmm. and, and look at. It. I was like, that is so like it's, mm-hmm. it's, I don't know, it's just humbling that you know people cared about an idiot running around, yeah. you know, in the mountains <laughs> and stuff. And um, so, yeah, that was really cool. So that was, and that that was part of why it was my favorite too. Just the whole. Yeah experience of of doing it and, and i mean it took 73 hours was that uh, your first race that you had while at the school no i had done some some other 100 milers but as my it was my first 200 so it was my first big mm-hmm. you know multi-day mm-hmm. yeah kind of that took a took a long time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so i think one of the craziest so she asked me you know about the favorite race and the craziest thing happening and i think one of the craziest things, um, before I ran the Tahoe 200, the longest I ran was uh, from Baton Rouge to New Orleans on the levee. It was the Rouge Orleans. It was, that's why the 26.2 is important. It was 126.2 miles. So they called it um, a, a marathon with a 100-mile warm-up. So, <laughs> oh, so yeah. So um, on that one, that's the first time I like hallucinated because I was so tired. I, that one, I started the, the Friday night. And so after working all day, we started Friday night and then into the second night, you know, all the sleep deprivation, the heat of the day and the monotony. I um, I saw two different things. I saw uh, random. We're running along the levee and I actually ran out of the way of a, a man putting a giant picture frame, standing it up. It was taller than him in front of me on the levee. So I ran around it and he wasn't. There, wasn't really there was no man with a picture frame. I was going to ask and, if you had visions of heaven. And <laughs> Angels are coming yeah, out. Was, yeah, <laughs> nothing that spiritual. No. Like John or anything. Well, like and, and then the second thing that happened on the same race was there was a uh, there was uh, I saw a van with brightly colored flowers and stuff on it, and there was a lady standing on the side of the the levee handing me flowers, and. She wasn't there. <laughs> she was. So you took a little trip. Is that what I, I took? A, yes, yes, yeah. That was the weirdest. Yeah, that was. So, so kids, weird. don't do drugs. Just <laughs> run <laughs> hundreds of miles, sleep deprived, and you can re- achieve the same high. As there you, you go. Know, uh, after psychedelics. There you go. Um, that's hilarious. So yeah, so that was that was kind of the, some of the yeah craziest stuff that, okay. that had happened. So. I know because we've talked about this so much, but explain to us what a typical race looks like, like with the crewing and like the stops that you make and like things like that. Yeah. So, so all of the, um, like for a typical hundred miler, there'll be, um, it's kind of funny because the first time my, my wife was at an ultra marathon and like I won the race. And there was like not a whole lot of people there because it was at night, you know, like two in the morning or whatever. And like, yeah, a few people were like, woo, she's like, you just won the race. And that was like, so, you know, <laughs> so, like so chill, the you know, least like, anti-climactic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was, it was, it, anyway, so it's, it's different from a marathon, you know, you don't have, and so your motivation has to be internal. Your, yeah, yeah, internal. And so uh, they'll have a uh, hundred mile or typically have eight stations every, every, Sometimes ten miles, sometimes five miles. It just depends on the terrain where where you are and all that stuff. And so um, it, it's it's pretty low key. There'll be a starting line, and everybody, you know, the race director will give you know directions and say, "Hey, look out here. You might get lost here." And you know, a lot of do times, do they do heats like they do in marathons? Most of the time, no. It's just one big mass because there's only yeah. so many crazy people. Who are- <laughs> yeah, but there's different times. That's- yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, that, no, you just, for the most part, it's just everybody just go. 
And um, and at the aid stations, it's totally different from like a marathon aid station. Marathon aid stations, you right. know, you got just kind of Gatorade. You might have some, I don't know, sometimes you might have like some M&Ms or some mm-hmm. gels or something. But at these aid stations, you got like sandwiches, you got like potato <laughs> chips. Cause like you, meals, yeah. Yeah, you got like a lot of food because you have to fuel up. I mean, sure. you got to get calories in. You, you're trying to keep, you know, most of the time about 250 calories an hour. And it's hard when you're running to keep calories in because, you know. A lot of people, a lot of people get sick during the marathons because they're trying to eat calories and it's hot and they're running. That's what I was wondering about, because I can't imagine even with the races that I did, which were not marathons, they weren't even half marathons, trying to eat. You know what I mean? And, And maybe, I mean, I know you have a pretty good pace. But maybe with shorter races, their pace is faster, and so they're exerting a little bit yeah, more. Yeah. However, putting food in while you're running—I <laughs> mean, that—that that makes me like sick to my stomach just thinking about like. It, it can get messy, and at the aid stations, you, you know, of course, you don't you don't want to. <laughs> it, it, it could get messy. Yeah, there's a lot of things that could get messy, especially like anyway. Bath. Anyway, so <laughs> we, we, we can talk about that because most of the time, people are like, "Where do you use the bathroom?" And I'm like. Oh, bathroom. That's what you, that's where you were going. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, what where you, are we going? Anyway, anyway, muddy too. I mean, yes. dirty. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So, uh, but, but you, you stop at a station and you want to, you know, you got to get calories in. So you grab stuff, you eat. Sometimes you stand there for a minute and eat, but most of the time I'm running out holding a sandwich, grilled cheese sandwich or something, or, you know, eating something on the run and I have stuff packed in. Don't mm-hmm. make a face. Grilled cheese is good. I know it wasn't the grilled cheese. <laughs> it was the idea of eating and oh, running eating at the right. same time. Ugh. Yeah. And, and so, uh, yeah, you just, you do that and, and refill whatever water packs you have at the aid stations and then trek on to the next one. What are you laughing at? I just had a thought and I was like, I've never asked you this question. Is this the time? And I'm so sorry that I was <laughs> <laughs> But we'll just go for it. If it's not appropriate, then we can just edit it out. Okay. All right. Okay. And I don't think I can look at you when I ask you this. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm Look at the time so we can make sure and edit it out if we need. Oh, I, I listen back to the whole thing. Okay. Um. So, have your nipples ever bled <laughs> from running? Actually, isn't that, no. isn't that a thing? That's a thing. That's okay. A thing. So, okay. Right. So yeah. So That's I not have, crazy. I have seen plenty of dude, mm-hmm. um, like at a finish line with just blood down there. No and that looks idea. Painful. That was a thing. Oh yeah. So <laughs> okay, you thought I was. No, so this is a real thing. Yes. So some people, because the understandably. Shirts, so here, here's another thing that's different with ultra running. Okay, you got to make sure you figure even for a small race or a marathon, you might have a mm-hmm. little friction burn or mm-hmm. something like that. Well, multiply that times right, absolutely a lot, and you're sweating and you're running and you're doing all this stuff. So you've got to make sure that you've got no hot spots on your feet. Some mm-hmm. people tape up their feet beforehand because they get blisters and all. I've yeah. been pretty fortunate. I, I don't deal with that a whole lot. And then I, I do put some. Uh, that's do with your shoes though too, doesn't it? Yeah, you got to make sure you got the right shoes. But like I usually like lube up my feet a little mm-hmm. bit too to help with that before the race. But some people tape up their nipples, mm-hmm. you know, before the ultra marathons. And then when they get to eight stations, they got to retape them and stuff like that so they don't. Do you <laughs> obviously <laughs> ever seen the episode of The Office where they? Run the 5K. I I didn't watch. I know, but there are a lot of people out there who have um, a lot of, you know. Okay, well, I'm I'm glad our question has been answered. Another random question. Good for you. Okay. (laughs) High five. Um, Do you lace your shoes a certain way? Uh, Most of the time, just regular. um, Some. I have laced them a little differently, like um, toward the end of a race, if I have some swelling or something, I'll um, change it up a little bit, and so. you know, we'll, we'll do what we got to do. So, there, so like you go from aid station to aid station, which is helpful because, you know, if you only have, you know, you kind of. And you said every 10 miles? Well, so, sometimes it's 10. Like like for the 200 miler, they were every, every in between 15 and 20 miles between each okay, aid station. Gotcha. This is in the mountains. So, mm-hmm. so but it gives you kind of a, um, if you're mm-hmm. thinking, I have 150 miles left to run or even 50 miles left to run that messes with your head. So. You have to have the mentality get to that next age. Absolutely. I used to be like, I'm going to run to that trash can right there. (laughs) You know, and just like, okay, once I got to the trash can, okay, that tree. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so that's kind of the mindset and it's helpful. You just, I got to get to the next aid station Mm -hmm. and then trying to remember, you know, what you need. Okay. I need to refill this and refill. And a lot of people will get, they allow pacers after like 60 miles and Hmm. the pacer can't carry stuff, can't mule stuff for you, carry stuff for you. But they, um, they're there to kind of make sure you don't like hallucinate, hallucinate you me up. Exactly. get lost, wander off into the woods and, mm-hmm. and all that. Cause that, you know, they, they're there for runner safety. And I'm most, 
most of the time don't run with a pacer. I just, just do my thing. I've so. never, yeah, I, th that's new to me. I've never heard you mention that. I didn't know that. Yeah. That was now, fun. for the Rouge Orleans, I, I had a pacer who ran the last 30 miles with me, and uh, it helped because uh, I didn't have to think. All I had to do is just, she said, okay, we're going to run. And then when they're really long ones, sometimes, I mean, you're like an uphill, you know, you, people think you're running the whole time. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, you power hiking the uphills, and because you just, just have to. <laughs> just yeah. have to. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, and that's kind of what I meant about pace. Like, I know that you have a really good pace. However, I don't, it's not realistic to keep that pace for a hundred miles. Right, right. Right. Like my fastest hundred miler was in Kansas and that was pretty flat. It was a rails right. to trails and that was 16 hours, 16 and a half hours, a little under 16 and a half hours. And that's like a 10 minute something pace, which, which is not super fast, you know, my fastest marathons at a, you know, seven minute something yeah. pace. You just have to that's throttle it back a little say bit. That, that's a wide, yeah, that seems big wide. gap. Big gap. Cool. So. Well, I mean, you know, a hundred miles through the mountains, you know. No, I know, I'm saying <laughs> my car doesn't go that fast through the mountains. <laughs> that's true. Okay, so your wife will crew for you, right? And I know your parents did one race, right? Yeah, my parents have done a few, um, and they're they're pretty awesome. We call it Team Terrio. Yeah, and they they uh they do really great. So they they just help make sure if I'm kind of loopy, they make sure I have what I need. <laughs> make sure make sure and ask me, you know, how are you feed? How are you? You know, you need now they can't to, follow uh, you, right? No, no. They have to just be aid station, right. aid station. Okay. Right, they just meet me at aid stations and. Um, you know, like if I had a pacer, they could, mm -hmm. they could follow me, you know. Really so well. I imagine like during the Tahoe 200 and, you know, other large races like that, that it was like difficult to get to an aid state. I mean, as far as your pacer or your crew. your crew. Yeah. 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 Um, in fact, Jen was, she was talking about, we were talking about it recently because we we're planning for this year. And she said a couple of them, like she's lucky we had a, a SUV. They upgraded us for free because it was rough to get to them. You know, you got to oh. some dirt roads. And Plus stuff. it's at night. Some of them are yeah, through, through, night. through yeah. the night. She, she so. had like um, eight hours with no cell reception, you know, and so she's trying to follow directions. <laughs> and meet, So it's, 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 it's a, it's yeah. a, it's like an ultra marathon for, for the crew too. Yeah. They're staying up and, and it, it's pretty thankless, you know, like I'm always, I, it's crazy. I see people, some runners and most ultra runners are really cool, but you see some of them treat like their crew, their wives or whatever. Like I need this, I need this. And they're all grumpy, butt, and which they're, you know, yeah. they're focused, they're focused and their bodies are breaking down and they're having, you know, they're having a bad race or whatever, but I don't care how bad I'm feeling. I never, I, I don't think I never have. I hope I never do, you know, cause I think, I think that nobody has to be there when you're doing that for you. Right. Right. Yeah, and, like, but yeah. here's, 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 here's a little, getting a little deep here, but at, like adversity kind of shows mm -hmm. you reveals yeah. a little bit about yourself and, and like, and I'm not, you know, um, I'm thankful that most of what's come out when I've, when I've been squeezed <laughs> has been like, okay, positive. Cause I make myself at every aid station. Like those are volunteer people. They're mm -hmm. there all night long, mm -hmm. handing out sandwiches you know, taking <laughs> yeah. care of stinky runners. Right. And, and like, you know, so I'm, I'm like, you know, th thank you for being here. How, how are you guys doing? You know, and they're like, no, how are you doing? You're running, you know, and I just, you know, I'm grateful for that. Right. And, and you know, when, when you, when I'm thankful, when I, when I make right. myself smile, even though I feel like garbage mm -hmm. poop. <laughs> Which are both horrible. Yeah, and together. Yeah. As, yeah. as opposed to regular poop. Yeah, like, garbage just, poop. Which isn't garbage. I mean, I, okay. I throw all my poop away. I'm just okay. going to go there. <laughs> okay. Well, that's next level. Okay. Right? So, 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 so uh, but like, you know, I make myself smile and thank them. And it helps me. Like, yeah. it, you know, God's put within us when we're, you know, when we're grateful, we, we feel better. Right. And, and even I do better physically when I make myself smile <laughs> sure mm -hmm. okay so what has been your hardest race the one that you've struggled the most with um whew, that's a tough one so i've done the tahoe 200 was tough um because just the, the distance and the mountains mm -hmm. and all that and the sleep deprivation that was pretty tough i think the the biggest thing that i came back like that i was kind of i don't know proud of but that the, the hardest thing so that the race where I did my first um, hundred miler was the Cajun Coyote at, at Chico State Park in Viplat and um, Louisiana. <laughs> and uh, so I, that race kind of ended and a friend of mine started doing, started, like took over the race, but they changed it. They called it the Lugaru, which 
we won't get into it, but the, the Lugaru is kind of a Cajun werewolf. You know, oh, there's, uh-huh, there's, uh-huh. There's, 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 I a, know about that from Supernatural. Okay. All right. All right. Gotcha. So the, the Lugaru race. So I went back to do it because she was, she was doing it and I was like, yeah, I'll go do that. And so I, I okay. went. Okay. Hold, hold the phone. Now I need to know. Do the Cajuns believe in werewolves? Yeah. They're, the super, they're superstitious. Yes. Aren't they? Now you might oh, there's a huge, oh, I'm sorry. You no, know. you can know. Also, I don't know. I've never watched Supernatural. So. I have no context for what you're talking so, about. So the, the, the Lugaru, some people call it the Rugaru, mm-hmm. but the original was the Lugaru. It got changed or whatever, but it's, it's kind of a Cajun, Cajun word. So, so like, you know, uh, back in the day, the parents would be like, you better come inside, boy. The, the Lugaru going to get you. <laughs> you know, like, kind of like the boogeyman or whatever, yeah. you know? So, oh, yeah. That's so, so that's the race. <laughs> so, that was so a commercial anyway. race. Anyway, okay, so later. anyway, so... I was running it and I was like, I would love to go back. And now I got some experience. I go back and I think I could win the race. And I think I, I could have. So I'm running. I'm feeling good. Remember, it's five 20 mile loops. And I got toward the end of the first loop. I'm at mile 19 and I turned my ankle and I heard a pop. And you know me with pops. I, I go into the Nile. You know, it's not. And you're like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's fine. fine. So, so I kind of keep. No, I'm going to just keep rolling. I'm going to keep rolling. <laughs> yeah. I know that term now. You know that, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep going and normally like you can, you know you can kind of turn your ankle and you kind of keep going and it, it after a few steps it, it's fine and you keep going. Well, I don't know about that. You don't know about that? No, okay, well, I never tried that hard. Normally that's <laughs> <laughs> well. I was running with a buddy of mine and and he was like, "You all right?" And I was like, "Just go away, go man, go man, leave me." Yeah. And so um so I kind of got where I could start running and I turned it again and. I was like, man, this is not real good. And so I got into the, you know, it's 20 mile loops. And at the end of each loop, there's an aid station there. And so I went in and my friend Edie, who um, um, is, is the race director, I said, man, I just turned my ankle really bad. It popped. She's like, okay. And this is the mentality of ultra runners, right? She's an, she's an ultra runner. She's the one that paced me at the, the, the mm-hmm. um, okay. Rouge Orleans and all that. So she's a runner. She's done 100 miles. She said, don't take your shoe off. Cause your foot will swell. swell up, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So in other words, not yeah. like, let's look at it. There's no right, baby right. going yeah, out, no, no. you know, yeah. you know, it's like, like, don't take your shoe off. Just keep <laughs> going. You know? Here's some Tylenol. Yeah. 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 Yep. So, so, um, so it was, so I kept running, I kept doing, it. I just had to keep my, as long as I can keep my ankle straight. And this is a really rooty course. And so at mile 60, Rudy, I, Rudy, a lot roots, of roots, roots, roots in the ground. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I, uh, I know like, what Rudy is. Like, yeah, I don't know what a Rudy is. <laughs> so, yeah, so so about 60, I had that, and so I didn't want to look at it because I knew it was bad. So and I could feel it was swelling and doing stuff. So about 60, I had to change my shoes and socks because I got them wet. And and so I got to at mile 60 and your third loop. My third loop. Mm-hmm. And I'm taking my shoe off and my sock off. And I had some of my buddies there, and it was like all 50 shades of everything it was black and brown and all these colors and it was swelling up and so my buddies they're just kind of like yeah you know just giving it a little like "Mm, okay you need anything you know and so i hurry up i put my suddenly people were starting to get a little more concerned yeah yeah. so i put my socks and shoes on and and, you know and and took off again and they didn't say a whole lot though and so i went and you know i i did my my 40 more miles and i ended up finishing in third place and uh, you know i was proud of my finish so I was, <laughs> so I was in a really struggle. Well, My hardest race. I just finished. Well, better. <laughs> he, he did say he think he, he thought he could win it. Yeah, I wanted to win. So, there were two guys yeah. named Mike that placed first and second. And I was chasing those guys. So anyway, but so, so how much? How far? Much ahead of them? Ahead of were they of you? Um, I think they finished. Oh man, I don't even remember that. I think. You know, in the ultra, there's a big, pretty big gap. Yeah. I think one of them finished over an hour before me. Okay. And then, or maybe a little bit more. And then the other one was uh, somewhere in between. That you could have squeezed that out. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, I could have squeezed it out. Yeah. So, so. Um, me with all my fast years. Yeah, fast, so, yeah. Ultra running Hey, experience. next time you you run, if you need a pacer for about two miles, okay. I got, <laughs> you, got you. you. I got you. The, the so, what did you, you call it? The power hiking? That's yeah. probably yeah. more of a okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, cool. Let's continue. Couple miles. Yeah. He's like, come on! <laughs> but I, I was proud of that. I like that. I that I can take, uh, right. you know, just kind of compose myself and was able mm-hmm. to finish it in spite of the some of the pain and, and everything else, and just get it done. 
And, uh, you know, and my, I knew that I wasn't going to permanently injure myself because I, I, you know, I just could tell the way it felt and everything. And if I could keep it straight, you know, it's not like I was going in there with, you know, my foot falling off. You right. Know? Um, but you still have it. So yeah, obviously. it's still have, it's still there. And mm-hmm. I'm still still walking, still racing. So I was pretty. pretty- and I mean, I, I feel like I'm making an assumption based on conversations. Like, do you turn your ankle ankle at least once a race? It not maybe it depends on the race, like a real rocky, rudy race. It, it happens. It happens, right. and sometimes you got to keep going. But it's, it doesn't end up being like like a pop and a yeah. swelling and uh, all that. You know, yeah. I, I heard it pretty good, but it, it recovered pretty quickly. So, um, uh, yeah, I got pictures. It's gnarly. So. <laughs> okay, so how many races have you done? Okay, so I think like marathons. I've done twenty. I think it's twenty one or. 22 i'll be doing i'm doing one this weekend uh at little rock i'll be dressed as he-man because it's an 80s theme so um of course you are i'll be running through the aid stations with the sword screaming by the power of gray skull did you watch he-man no God. <laughs> but, but, but i got uh, but i gave you my sword yeah that's right that's yeah. right that's, that's right oh so, that's true that's so right. drama department yeah department represent and that's what i was trying <laughs> Word. I'll be anyway. rolling up in there with my soul. All right. All so, right. so uh, wearing the wig and everything. Anyway, so that'll be, I think, 22. You're wearing the wig. Yeah, I'm wearing the, because he's blonde. At least for a few miles, right? I'll probably wear it the whole time. I mean, I, I ran the whole Route 66 dressed as Wolverine with the claws and Why? the whole bodysuit that chased me. This just me seems to... like an experiment in self-torture. Like, <laughs> I mean. It's, it's fun. Okay, so this is only a marathon. This is a marathon. Okay, yeah. okay, that, yeah. Okay. It's just that a makes it twenty-six so, miles. So for the twenty-six point two. So okay. for the marathons, Jen, Jen likes to dress up. She's gonna be Shira. I'll be He-Man, and we've done like where she was like Storm, and I was Wolverine. Mm-hmm. I was Thor, and we've done Captain America. I say, what was she then? Uh, what was she when I was Thor? Was she Wonder Woman? Yes, I think she. Mm-hmm. Well, she was Wonder Woman on one of them. We've done the Flash and Lady Flash, and for Oklahoma City. So we've done all. The marathons, a lot of times we'll, we'll dress up and do that. It's fun. It makes it fun. And it's fun for like, when we go through the aid stations, like when I was yeah. four, I'd always raise the hammer and everybody go nuts. And it was, it's, it's just fun, <laughs> Well, you know? and like you were saying, the difference between ultra races and marathons, like they're spectators for marathons, where right. typically with ultra marathons, there's no spectators. Yeah. So people probably like get into that and they oh, and yeah. enjoy your costume. Yeah. yeah and I've been Superman and like the kids are like, it's, you know, yeah. the, the kids are, they, the kids get pumped up and I'll, yeah. you know, high right. five them or let them hit the hammer. For, 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 yeah. Okay. So. Oh, wait, wait. And so I've done 20. Oh yes. That's something right. above a marathon, like 23, I think. Or okay. So. 100s or 200s? Well, no, anything like a 50K to, okay. to 200 okay. something. And then for 100 milers, I've done 700 milers, 126.2, and one 200. Okay, so here's one random question. What is your normal daily run look like? How many miles? Well, it, it, it depends on, on the day of the week. But I, I run, so I've been, since last year, I've been on a run streak, and you'll like this number, where every day I run at least two miles. So for the last, so, so I got this. So, so that, those are my off days, though. So my my my, off my, my, tra- my training days are. It's fine. like I had the stomach flu. You know, <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. you post about that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just gotta run and you know do your business though. Oh, um, so I run at least two miles, like, and so I, but my training is five miles a week. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I usually end up depending on where the training is. Between those three days, I'm running between. 15 and 25 miles total. And then on weekends, it'll peak out on a Saturday, 30 mile run and a Sunday, 25 mile run. So you run a marathon twice on the weekend. Sometimes for training. Yeah. For training. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. (laughs) So speaking of training, this is a segue. So just hang with me. Um, You know, you do go to the gym and you train. Yeah. However, your last race was at the gym, right? Yeah. Tell us about that. Okay, so there's there's this ridiculous thing called the Dreadmill Challenge, and you can sign up for one of two two things on it. You can either run 100 miles and, and see how fast you can run 100 miles on a treadmill, or um, there, you can run for 48 hours and do as many miles as you can in 48 hours, and whoever has the most miles wins. So I did the – I wanted the, the buckle for the Dreadmill Challenge. So the last 100 miler I did was I ran 100 miles – on a treadmill at 10 gym in Owasso. Yeah. yeah pretty yeah. much. Oh, thank you. Yeah. But I did support you. Did you, I, I sent you a couple like yeah. encouraging messages. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. On yeah. Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So running on a treadmill was always an experience for me because I learned real quick that I don't run in a straight line and I would bounce <laughs> off the sides of it. <laughs> Seriously, like, because, you know, I'm usually listening or watching or whatever. I definitely don't run a straight line. So I'd be like running and then I'd hit the side and be like, oh, okay. And then I'd hit the side. So oh I cannot imagine. And that was, you know, my measly three miles. <laughs> so I can't imagine what that was like. So, and the gym kind of bought into that with you, didn't they? They posted on their Facebook page yeah. that you were doing it. And, and they figured like out that. what I was doing. Yeah, yeah it was they're cool. like, this crazy man. He's yeah. just running and running and running. It's like the Forrest Gump of yeah, the gym. It was, it was, that one was tough. It was tough mentally. I, was, I, I watched a lot, of, a lot of Netflix, Netflix and Mill. And, um, and then, uh, <laughs> and then, okay, and then, do they have shirts like that for, like, no, they should probably get it. Netflix and Mill. Yeah. <laughs> should trademark that anyways and then and then um and but it hurts in weird places because you're kind of this running the same way all the time so behind my knees hurt Mm -hmm. it was weird but so i had to i had to lace my shoes differently to run on the treadmill than i did when i ran outside Mm -hmm. because it just put pressure on my feet in different ways yeah yeah all right so tell us a little bit about being a you're not a professional runner so you're not like paid to run right but you are compensated in the way that you you're sponsored by different right. companies so tell us about that yeah so like um it's kind of neat the the main my main uh i guess sponsor sponsorship they sponsor me by sending me shoes i'm, I'm mm-hmm. a, i guess I'm, I'm an ambassador for ultra shoes yeah. and which i wore them anyway because my first marathon was in the vibram five finger shoes mm-hmm. and as you get older you need more padding under your feet so like with the toes yeah yeah what I used, that used to be He's all crunchy. i ran in. we've talked <laughs> <laughs> Those are crunchy shoes. Those are yeah. I still have a pair, but uh, I wear them to work one day. That'd you be weird me out. I might wear them tomorrow. Let's see. So, but but it was good because it, it it promotes natural running form. If you read the book Born to Run, it talks a lot about God created us, how how He created us to run, and yeah, I've read um, a lot of books on running. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So anyway. <laughs> So these are these are zero drop shoes. You know, some have a higher heel than, mm-hmm. than toe. These are the same uh, balance cushioning across, so you can run like land on your midfoot, forefoot, and let your calves absorb the shock. Like, anyway, so they send me, um, you know, they said send me shoes that I can run in, and uh, I represent them because I believe in their product, and so it's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, and then um, so yeah, and then also uh, there's a company called Ultraspire. I wear their packs and I use their lights. They have are they? Same similar companies or well the the, the company Ultraspire they they do um uh, like a hydrate you gotta wear a hydration pack yeah like something so they they do that and um uh, they also have lights waist lights headlamps and stuff that they put out so but they're are they associated no so, no they're not no. They're different companies yeah so but there's all A L oh yeah Ultra's A L T R A and then Ultraspire is okay yeah sorry so they're they sound similar. But yes, they're but not. They're just, okay, yeah. cool. So, yeah. So, and then different nutrition like things I use, like they, you know, get discounts and they send me stuff to. Oh, I have one got? here. What you got? Nutrition. Oh no! I got. <laughs> oh yeah, Quest. Yeah, Quest, yep. got a Quest cookie. Quest is good, especially for keto. Yeah, and uh, the Quest chips are good too. Um. Okay, so. Tell us why should an average Joe or Jane consider taking up running? That's me. Slash okay. ultra running. I'm average. So convince you guys. Convince, convince you. Convince me. <laughs> Make a case. So number one, there are health benefits to running. So so that's it. That's just the all around. Can I just walk that. though? I mean, well, but you get your cardio. You get you know you know you get you get your heart rate up to a certain okay. level, and running does that, and so it's good. Um, but see, when you're fat enough, when you walk, your, your heart rate is <laughs> too high. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there's also there's there's a good there's a good running community, camaraderie and accountability and stuff like that when you do that. Um, there's also just like and 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 you know just when from from your running like a sense of accomplishment mm-hmm. when you when you finish a race when you set a goal. And, and it's not, I mean, the hard part is pre- preparing for it. The races are hard, but when you like putting in running five days a week, working out, doing all those things, and then you see it like, come to fruition, it's just kind of like a, you know, I don't know, it's, 
it's very fulfilling and, and it kind of feeds on itself, you know, that you, like, man, I can do hard things, you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of people, and I say this on, on, on my podcast, hey, um, you know, a lot of times people say, well, I can never do that. And I was like, yeah, you could, you just, you need to work toward it. You know, you just got to put the work, you got to want it. Yeah. <laughs> so you yeah. I mean, just a little bit of like training and walking that I've done, like my biggest issue is with three kids yeah. and a husband, you know, that all need attention. Yeah. Like, how do I fit that in when I'm also working a full time job, you know? Yeah. And that's and that's something that I mean, that's important, too. I mean, you have we all have priorities. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I have family, kids, full time jobs. So we were talking earlier. I, that's why most of my running is done in the dark early in the morning. I'm up at 4:30 in the morning, and on Saturdays I still I start in the dark all the time. And Saturdays sometimes I, you know, I'm running till till noon or something like that. But you know, it's it's not Priority, all the time. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'll get back home and do my thing. And you know, we have church on Sunday, so like my Sunday long run, I gotta get up really early to get the miles in. And so I, you you run before you go to church? Yeah, yeah. Holy yeah. cow. So, yeah, sometimes. And I was opposite. When I was running, I ran at night. I never yeah. ran in the morning. Nighttime was like my, like. Yeah. And see, and that works for some people. I just, I just have trouble. I like. Well, I like you're a night owl. I mean, you like. Yeah. I'm, I'm an early bird. I like, I like getting up and getting it done, you know, and just. So, um, and, but I don't know. It's just that sense of like. I don't know. This is going to sound cheesy or whatever, but it's like when you're walking, like, okay, I'm at church or I'm, I'm teaching Sunday school. I'm doing my thing. I'm singing or whatever. And it's like, I just ran 20 miles. Yeah. You, know? Like, you know, people don't even know. You know, <laughs> you know it's like, I got to seek a superpower. What's yeah. up? You know? like, <laughs> um, so anyway, it, 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 there's a lot of, lot of benefits to it. You can like anything, like there are people that are addicted to running and, and that, it consumes them and it, it's everything and, and they let it get in the way of their families and things like that. And I, that's dangerous, like anything, but. So like if the doctor told you tomorrow, you have to stop running. I would definitely want a second opinion. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I would well, research, do a lot of research. Yeah, and but I mean, up. like, so kind of piggybacking on like being addicted to running. I'm not saying yeah. that you are the star insane, but there are people who, when they get to the point where they have to stop, they can't. Yeah. And so with this being such a major part of your life, yeah. you know, I can imagine it would leave a giant hole to fill. Well, I've always done stuff. Like I was doing, I did jujitsu before. And yeah. I love, I miss that actually. But like, I thought about that because I did, I didn't share in 2015. I tore my ACL again. Uh, jumping on a trampoline and I really messed up my knee that time is my ACL cartilage meniscus all that and so I still have some issues sometimes with my knee and so like in my brain I'm thinking there's gonna come a time when when I can't when I won't probably won't be able to run anymore yeah. I'm gonna have to stop and so I'm working you know working through those things and doing things to keep my 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 other knees healthy but that knee because it's been messed up and so like I it's a big part of my life and I'll still be involved in the community if and when mm-hmm. that happens. But like, I'll still be, I like to be active. I'll still, yeah. I'll still work out. I'll still do, I'll find something, you know, but it's not, it's what I do and it's kind of part of my identity right now, but it's not, it's not my identity. It's not who I am. You know, David will be 80 and he'll be at the aid station. He'll be pacing people. Yeah, that's probably true. Probably. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. So, um, you know, if the doctor said that, I'd have to, it'd be, it wouldn't be easy because I enjoy it. I love it. I love being out in God's creation, running in nature. I get to see cool things. I, I've seen a, a moose come upon a moose running and, you know, wild boars, bears, deer. You know, I don't know. You get to see things. You get to be places a lot of people don't I go. I saw an armadillo the other day. It was pretty <laughs> exciting. <laughs> I Actually, think, I saw six, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I think I told Aaron the moose story because wasn't that the one where you were like looping the moose? Yeah, and it were- ran. It, <laughs> yeah, we, we, I'm sorry, that sounds like a dance move. <laughs> loop the moose. Woo! Loop the moose. See why my life is never boring. This loop, is why. Loop the moose, nice. <laughs> I'll have, to, I'll have to think of how that goes. I want, I want to see a video posted. All right. I'll wait. Maybe this week we'll oh post a video goodness. called Loop the Moose. Loop the Moose. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. So, the, yeah, when that happened, we, we, it was, it was uh, two of the two guys were running together and and we had a stare down with the moose. Mm-hmm. You know, they're dangerous. Meese are not. Meese are, yeah. yeah. Moosin. Many much moosin. So, <laughs> they're, they're, um, 
they're they're dangerous. So we, we had a stare down, and finally he took off going the other way, like, and then we realized he was going where we were looping around yeah. too. And so we're running and like, all right, dude, <laughs> you know, yeah, you see on your side, yeah, I'll stand my side. Yeah. That race one had a really good time. Yeah, we stayed. Yeah, we worked together on that one and kept our eyes open. And, yeah. So, but yeah, it's just it just. It's, it's beautiful. I think if, if I couldn't run anymore, I would still like to, to uh, still be, I love the mountains. I love mm-hmm. to go hiking and camping and all that. I'm crunchy. That's uh-huh. right. So, you are. We knew this about you. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. By your car. <laughs> it's a Subaru, man. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's crunchy. Okay. So originally when we were making a schedule of podcast topics and subjects and we penciled you in Roberta said let's have that one be about our um getting healthy like mm-hmm. the things yep. that we're doing to be healthy and um so talk to us a little bit about like how running correlates with like your spiritual health and your mental health and things like that yeah so when I mean, running, I do spend a lot of time, and this is not just to justify my running, but I do spend a lot of time, like, talking to God. I mm-hmm. listen to sermons and things like that, and so that's kind You're of, alone for 100 miles. Yeah, yeah, I yes. mean, <laughs> in nature. I've listened to a whole audio book before on a race. Yeah. Like, no kidding. I've done that. Um, but but uh, I do I do spend time, you know, talking with God. It's good meditation time and all. Mm-hmm. But, but, it's, but I really want, I would love to encourage people to, you know, to take care of themselves. When, when I used to have a series I would preach and you guys have probably all heard this at the beginning of the year, it's a stewardship messages, you know, you gotta be a good steward of your time, your treasures and your talents. So I, I, you know, I used to do that, you know, and which is good. You got, we got a time, we got to have time, you know, for God, for our families and all that treasures, our money. We can't, I can't spend all my money on running shoes and, and races and stuff like that. I got to take care of my family, feed my family and stuff like that, pay my bills. And then, and then our talents, you know, God's given us, you know, gifts and stuff that we need to use for him. And uh, like just your singing ability, you just sang the national anthem. You snuck out of here and said, you know, awesome. So, 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 but I used to always, I'd come back with one more and we need to be good stewards, time, treasure, talents, and our temple. And so, you know, we forget that a lot that God's given us this body to live with while we're here on earth. And, you know, if we neglect that and somebody said, well, I'm just too busy to, to take care of myself. Well, you're going to give that time back in the end, you know, like it's, it's true. It's true. Working out is I'm sensing more conviction. I'm, 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 I'm not just started. Okay. And I was trying to decide. I was like, man, God's going to speak to me. David, <laughs> but, but, but I mean, but, but really, you know, and we've all, I mean, we've all been guilty of, of not take, not doing the things we need to do to take. And for me, sometimes it's been like sleep. I went a long time where I was, I was running too much and I wasn't sleeping at night. When, when I moved to Oklahoma, I realized I was, I had dug myself kind of in a hole mm-hmm. mentally and health wise. And because I wasn't sleeping enough. So I like protecting my sleep time. So that's important too. Just all the way around. I have what we, never had that problem. <laughs> yeah. What we feed ourselves and what we do and just, just taking care of ourselves. And and that's one of the benefits you asked about running is it, if I eat like garbage and don't train and I have this race on the schedule that mm-hmm. I paid for, I'm going to show up for it and I'm going to suffer <laughs> if I don't train for it. You know, so it kind of keeps me accountable. I keep myself mm-hmm. accountable. Yeah. And so I, I, I would, um, I would, I try to encourage people to, to take care of themselves and, and be good stewards of what God's given us. Cause you know, I want to live a long time. I mean, uh, I want to be here for a long time and do what God, all that God has for me to do and, you know, not die of a heart attack at 55, you know, 10 years from now. <laughs> so, and so that, that's, that's one of the things I think about a lot with that. And, and also, Going back to the thing where people say they they I can't I can't do that and I I used to make my son um, Seth when he would say I can't I'd make him drop and give me ten pushups I would do that <laughs> because I would say you actually you can what's the real reason you, you don't want to mm-hmm. yeah. you don't you know what what what's the real excuse you know and so for a while he was getting some good muscles because he was doing pushups oh. I can't I can't so. Um, I mean, we, we're, we're creating the image of God. God created us. He created us with purpose. He created us with things to do. And he also created us with, with 
huge potential. And I really believe that. And I think so many of us fall short what God's created us to do. And we can make all the excuses in the world. And I don't know that this will happen, but I would be terrified, you know, if I got to heaven and God's like, oh, you did these, well done, my good and faithful servant. But you could have done all of this if you had just got off your butt and done it, you know? (laughs) And so um, anyway, I just, I just really, we can do great things. We can do hard things. And whether that's running or whether that's, um, you know, doing some new venture, doing a podcast, whatever, you know, we can do great things. Hiking the Grand Canyon. Hike the Grand Canyon. There you go. It's beautiful. He's running. No, I'm just kidding. He has. He has. (laughs) (laughs) You have. Started on one side, got all the way back up, and then all the way back down, or back up the same side. Yeah, we did the rim to rim to rim. And I tell you, I, I tell you what. I worshiped doing that because walking up to the Grand I had never been uh, and going to it and just like, wow. And then, and wait, so I got, I just got to share this. Yeah. I see you looking at your watch, but I got to share this. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem with an Apple watch is that it's just <laughs> oh, always notifications. I just never know. Do not disturb. So, so we got to the Grand Canyon and it's so big and so huge. And I'm like, I'm just like, wow, God, that this mm-hmm. is amazing. And then I started like thinking that, this is just a little crevasse, <laughs> a little, little, little on this dirt that we live on called Earth mm-hmm. in this solar system, in this universe, you know, in this galaxy, in this universe, like, like how small, but I'm in all of this, this little yeah. crevice and, and I don't know, it's just. And you, your you size and comparable yet, to it. Yeah, the so Lord little. knows each of us by name and the yes. numbers of our, the yes. hair on our head. He counted my tears. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Whoa. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. P.S. has been a really bad day, okay? Um, yeah, and I think that was one of the things that I enjoyed about running, too, was just because I ran at night, mm-hmm. the sunsets. You know, I always got yeah. to experience the sunsets. And where I lived at the time, um, we had, like, ponds in our neighborhood, and I was always running around the pond or near the pond and just the life that happens there. Yeah. And, um. I'm not one of those people who I'm like, yeah, I go out to nature and commune with God. Like, I'm not like that. But when I was outside consistently or even, you know, now, like camping with my family or whatever, I love that part of it. It's just such a reminder that like, and I love like the intricacies of how God created our body and how he created nature. And, you know, like I was just thinking about something the other day. I don't remember what it was, but it was like, I think I was helping my fifth grader with her plant cell project or something and just how God, you know, for us to sit there and think about a plant cell and like the mitochondria inside the plant cell, how that probably wasn't even, it was just, it popped out of God's mind. You know what I mean? Like, so I was wondering like how much thought was put into that or was that just something that was just sitting there and it manifested? You know what I mean? Like (laughs) it was just, it's just so anyways, it blows my mind. And that was kind of a side thing, but. um, Well, and to think that he, you know, Psalm 139, that he, mm-hmm. he met us together. He right. knew us before we were us. Like, right. I, like he, he said, I'm going to make Roberta. Right. You know? And the fact that he says, <laughs> I'm going to make Jessica. Right. And, and the fact that he says we have dominion over that stuff, that we are more important than yeah. that, where that, that stuff blows our mind. Yeah. And to God, it's like, that's not even like the coolest part, you know? So, yeah. yeah. So you kind of crunchy a little bit too. When you, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I let my kids burn styrofoam plates in the campfire, so we. Wow, I know that's really bad. Probably want to edit that. <laughs> <laughs> Look at like hate messages and right. stuff. Like, oh, that's hilarious. Um, okay, so what is coming up? Okay, yeah. So coming up, I do have some like races coming up, but all the races are to train for. I'm doing the triple crown of two hundreds. So there are three 200-mile races. The first one is in August. It's the Bigfoot 200. It starts uh, on Mount St. Helen. We get to run through the blast zone. And we get to see Mount St. Helen, Mount Rainier. And there's another mountain out there that you can see all at the same Mm -hmm. time. But it's 200, I think 205 miles there. And then that's in August. And then in September, I'm going to run the Tahoe 200 again. But we're doing it. When I ran it, they did it the opposite way because it was the fifth year. So I get to run it the regular way around Lake Tahoe, and that's 205 miles. And then in October, 
I'm going to run the Moab wow. 240. That's in Moab, Utah, 240 miles. And we finish in the LaSalle mountains. And I've never been, I've never been to, um, to Mount St. I've never been to Washington state and I've never been to Utah. So, I, and there are all different kinds of mountains. Yes. Too. That's yes. Awesome. And so when I went to the Grand Grand Canyon, I'd never been there. Uh -huh. So I love that, that mm -hmm. like you get to go and just like be, I'm going to be immersed in it. So right. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm going to be training. I'm going to be probably, you're going to see me like a zombie Ooh, walking through imagine. the halls. Just, Recovery time. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. It's going to back to back to back. Yeah. So, so it'll be, it'll be tough, and but it'll be the, worth it. They call know? it the triple crown. Yeah. Like the horse. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's the triple crown like of the, 200. The three yeah. biggest ones. Uh -huh. yeah. So I think we need to give him a horse name. <laughs> <laughs> So like, um, <laughs> like I don't. Nobody believes me. Like nobody believes me. Um, like the Dauntless Ride. Or something. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, yeah. Okay. That's your horse name. What is it? No, that's, that's terrible. terrible. No, the Dauntless Riot. The Dauntless Riot. No, that's awful. Fine. <laughs> Podcast listeners, do you have a better horse it's true. name? Let, let's, let's see if they have ideas. It's true. On yeah, horse that's name. a good one. Way if in. you can come up with something better than Dauntless Riot in three seconds that you had to think about it, then we'd love to hear your opinions. No, I'm just kidding. Anything anything better than Dauntless Riot is acceptable. Please. <laughs> Um, okay, so, and we've mentioned this in the last podcast when we were kind of introducing you coming. And you mentioned it, but you also podcast. So tell us about that. Oh, yeah. So I have, I started um, in last October, the Run the Riot podcast. Mm -hmm. And I just, I did it because I, I listened to other ultra running podcasts. And um, now is that ultra or ultra? Ultra. Like UL. UL. Okay, UL, cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ultra running. Not like yeah. 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 So, so, uh, and I, you know, a lot of them are like, oh, they need to ask him this. And they, they wouldn't ask the question I wanted to know and stuff. So I just started, uh, I said, well, I'm, I'm going to do this. And, and it gives me just an opportunity to, I get to talk with some really cool people and, and, and just visit. And, and it's surprising because there are these like legends in the sport who, who I just reach out to and they'll do an interview <laughs> and I learn a bunch from them and, and it's, it's, it's a blast. And I usually try, I started sharing on uh, Wednesdays, usually Wednesday, sometimes Thursday, like a midweek motivation, just a mm -hmm. quick five minute, um, you know, and, and, you know, part of it, my faith can't help but come out in a lot of it uh, when I'm talking to people. So it's, it's an outreach too. And uh, it's a cool avenue to get to encourage others and, you know, yeah. And, you know, I want to say that I've, I've, I've actually, Jessica can't say this, but I have listened to his podcast. I have. Okay. <laughs> I've listened to David's podcast and I started listening and I was like, well, you know, we've sort of been talking about doing this podcast and I know David podcast, so I'm going to listen and like, you know, see if I can, you know, gain any knowledge. Um, but let's be honest, it's not really going to apply to me because I don't like running crazy amounts of miles, um, like five, you know, or <laughs> running or right. running, you know, so I was like really listening to it uh, is more like as research and slash yeah. as a friendship thing. Yeah. Um, and I really enjoy it. I like cool. I've I've Thank listened you. to like six episodes. Really? I, yeah, I have. That's awesome. I mean, Thank I know you. you have a lot more on there, but I'm surprised. I'm, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. So um, so if you're not a runner, you still might probably it will enjoy it. Well, the, a lot of the people I have one coming out Sunday. The guy is super inspirational. He was an Army Ranger, and he's he's. Just it was I was encouraged and the guy's got a great attitude and um, his name's Joshua Stevens. He he's he's about to run the Badwater Basin again, 135 miles. Mm -hmm. Anyway, real inspirational stuff. The people are just really encouraging and so yeah, check it out. Yeah. All right, and social media. You have social media too. Tell us about that. Yeah, yeah. So social media, you can just do a search for me, David Terrio. I think at, on Facebook. And, and it's spelled the riot. The so. riot. Yeah, that's why we call him. That. Yes, this is true. It's David the Riot on uh, Instagram. It's uh, at Riot Dude with the the O is a zero for Riot Dude. Uh, you, know, you can do a search and find me on there. And if you want to check out the podcast, you go to www.runtheriot.run. Oh, dot run! I didn't realize it was yeah. a dot run. That's pretty neat. Yeah. There you go. Um, and I don't know that we ever mentioned this, but. We kind of consider David our podcasting mentor because he started <laughs> podcasting. We started kind of talking about it at the same time, I think. 
And then yeah. she had to get pregnant. And then so it w- went on hold for us. Um, but David was kind of our biggest encourager to actually like get it done. I think true. he would ask about it yeah. periodically. And so, um, so, so you have him that. to thank or blame, <laughs> right? You know, whichever you, you want to look at it. No. Well, um, well, after knowing these two and, and visiting with y'all, I, I really, yeah. I, I, when you said you thought about doing a podcast, I was like, yes, y'all need to do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if we I, should be offended by that or. No, it's good. It's yeah. all good. God uses no, our God made us. He uses our weird and I embrace it. He made you weird. I'm normal and I balance this out. I'm just saying. Balance. Oh, why? You gotta balance the calendar. Yes, sure. So. Okay. No, we could make fun of your accent too. So you're the Cajun, <laughs> I'm the Canadian. <laughs> you don't have an accent. I know. Well, thank you for being with us today, and um, we appreciate you giving us your time um, to share with us, and um, we know it's kind of typically, it's like outside of the scope of our normal listeners, probably. I'm sure we do have some runners, um, not ultra runners, really, but runners that do listen, and so, um, but I I mean, I found it insightful slash convicting, but whatever, Mm -hmm. and um yeah, so just thank you for agreeing well, to do this. And being our me. first guest. Yay! It's, it, it, it's a privilege. Thank you for yeah. having me. Awesome. Um, so we'll have to have you back after you do yeah. your triple crown. That'll be cool. that, by that time you'll have a the horse don't name. Let's run it. Stop it. <laughs> or some other insert horse name here. <laughs> yeah, <I got> <laughs> um, so you can tell us about that because you've not done that before, right? Like the no, three back trick. Okay. I've only done one two hundred miler. Yeah. Okay. So so we're just jumping in. Yeah. Both feet. I did, I did do a 100 miler the month after the 200 miler, but this will be the first time, yeah, doing all three. All right. <laughs> I'm going to die. He's, he's not <laughs> crying. It's fine. It's, yeah. Not yet, at least. Right. So. All right. Well, thank you for being with us today, and we appreciate it. All right. Thank you for joining us today on Raising Pains. We hope that we brought joy and laughter into your day. You can learn more about us by following our Facebook page, www.facebook.com backslash Raising Pains Podcast, and our Instagram at www.instagram.com backslash Raising Pains Podcast. Do you have a question you want us to answer? We'd love to answer it. Comment or send us a message, and we'll see you next time on Raising Pains.